Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Welcome back to Going With The Flow. My name is Tyler. And I'm Eric. And Eric, what are we talking about today? Well, we promised you uh, practicality this week. Oh, yeah. So last week we talked about uh, we talked about a study that was recently done that, uh, that linked uh, our ability to be empathetic, um, which I would correlate with our ability to, be, uh, to, to have um, and be in effective and meaningful relationships with other people, um, how it is being uh, eroded by our use of technology. And um, you know, really from a, from a practical standpoint, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Like when you engage in, when you're, when you're glued to your phone or to your, to your technology, whatever that may be, you are less present. You're not, you're not there in the room with the people that you're in the room with because you're on You physically have something blocking you. It's not even just that you're like off daydreaming. You physically have something drawing your attention and blocking you from other people. You're you're less present. So, so that's what we talked about uh, last week and, um, and talked about uh, then a little bit of, uh, of, uh, we jumped into, okay, so what are some practical steps? What do we do to yeah. kind of keep ourselves accountable and keep our kids accountable? And so we talked about, um, how to, as parents navigate with our kids, the whole uh, realm of technology, because we, we all recognize it's not going away, sticking our head in the sands, uh, and hoping that, you know, our kids, um, just will never want Technology no. is not realistic, nor is it even helpful, really. So we have to help them learn to navigate it in a healthy way. So uh, we talked about um, setting limits for your kids. We talked about phone stack, where you everybody stacks their phone. And, yeah. Uh, or like a, a room that you is is always tech yeah, free limits. or something yeah, like in that. In fact, yeah. we were talking with some of our adult friends, and um, and. Uh, they, they were talking about setting limits for themselves and making rooms in their house where for them, uh, even as adults, that it was a tech-free room. Like you don't bring your phone in this room. So it's interesting. I think it's something that we all need to wrestle with. Uh, it's something that we all have to you know, just be in touch with. But today we wanted to talk about uh, our teens and, um, and phones and apps because it's kind of an over- overwhelming topic. As parents, you, you, know, you hear all of these apps uh, that are out there and you think, oh no, which, you know, which ones are bad, which ones are good, you know, and it's just kind of overwhelming. So, um, so I, I have some, I have some bad news for you as parents. Um, uh, Facebook isn't cool with teens. <laughs> you, d- you actually don't need to worry about them being on Facebook yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Facebook is not your primary concern. Facebook. Um, now Facebook is not healthy for us a lot of the time. Like yeah. it's it, the number of like really bad political fights that I see going on on Facebook yeah. and which is basically cyberbullying half the time. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's adult oriented. Yeah. So we're probably not going to talk Facebook. So that the, um, the, the market for Facebook, uh, the market for Facebook is technically, uh, ages, uh, ages. So the most likely person to use Facebook, uh, is, uh, are people in, uh, in between the ages of 40 and 70. That's the that's the target market for Facebook is is forty to seventy. Even though Facebook is trying to rebrand themselves as being cool for teens, um, 
I just need to help you know that <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It is not. So, uh, you talked to your daughter about that yes, just a little I, bit ago. I, in fact, um, so I was, uh, so we haven't let our daughter have any social media apps on her phone yet. She can text and she can call. And then uh, she, um, I guess, I don't know if this is categorized as uh, social media, but she uses a, um, she uses Google Hangouts, which is uh, connected with the River Academy's email. Um, so all, all students at River, River Academy have an email and they have group chats um, that are uh, connected with those email uh, accounts or that they set up. So she uses a group chat uh, that, through Google and then um, she can text her friends. Well, um, so she has informed me several times that she's the only one of her classmates that doesn't have any social media uh, access. And it may be true. And um, there's a couple in her class that I would sort of be surprised if they had yeah. a lot, or at least at least yeah. unlimited social media access. Um, so but she came to us a, a month ago or two months ago and said, Dad, could I could you um, would you let me download uh, Instagram? And I said, OK, I need to think about it a little bit. Let me let me just give it some thought. And then I promptly forgot about it. So I'm <laughs> a really bad dad. Um but you know, one of the things that we have done with, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but on, uh, if you use the iPhone, and I'm assuming Android has a, a similar option, but on the iPhone, you, I, can, I have it set up so that um, my daughter can't download any apps without my permission. So, yeah. so if she wants to download an app, then it, it pings me, and I have to say allow or don't allow. Um, so that's one of the ways that you can monitor your kids is that they... Um, you know, that they, they have to ask your permission for any app that they download. So, um, so I would just encourage all parents to do that, uh, because it, there's a lot of bad apps out there. Um, yeah. and you want to know what your kids are downloading. And we're going to talk about some of those bad apps today, but, um, just to bring it full circle, I followed up with her, uh, recently and I said, okay, Lizzie, I realized that I haven't thought about this and I need to get it back on my radar. So, what apps are your student are your kids in your class using, and which one do you think that um, that she would? Uh, which one would you most like to have? Well, she sarcastically said, "Oh, Dad, could you just please let me have Facebook?" And I was like, "She's rude, really?" And she's like, "No, Dad, nobody uses Facebook. Only Mom uses Facebook." So yeah, so it's basically it's an old person app, uh, and I put myself in that category. Yeah. So um, so. Uh, so Tyler, let's talk about apps. What are some of the apps that kids are using uh, these days that are pretty popular that um, we just want to be mindful of? And I think he, we want to frame this conversation. This is not um, bad apps don't do this. This is or, or even fear mongering, like yeah. it, of just like be afraid of everything around yeah. you. Yeah, like everything, it's all about engagement. Right. It's all about you engaging with your kids, knowing what apps your kids are using and then knowing how they're using them. Uh, you know, and we don't want to, we don't want to be, you know, we don't, don't want to be like looking at every single post that right. our kids ever make. Um, you know, we want them to start growing into adulthood. They need to become people, Yeah, but still at the same time, you know, the whole point of this right now in their lives is how do they, how do they become that? Like how, yeah. how do they become people? How do they do it responsibly? Yeah. So Tyler, what, what are some of the popular apps these days and what can we help our parents understand about, um, you know, what are the, what are the good things about these apps? What are the pitfalls? Uh, so for my caveat would be, um, 
while I am in some ways on the younger side, uh, I'm still definitely, you know, twice the age of our, of our, uh, t- uh, 10th graders. Right. So, so there's some that I, I keep up on just because I hear them talk about it or, or that I have like done a little bit of research myself. Um, but I'm, I'm sure that there's stuff that I don't know, or I'm sure that there's stuff that I, that I might be behind on. So just, that's the caveat. Like if you know, I might be saying some, and actually I'm, I weirdly am nervous to t- start talking about it in case for some reason, you know, some of our, we just our, totally missed the boat. Well, or, and or some of our, our kids like do listen to it and they're just like, Mr. Howitt, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah, you like, embarrassed us. There's a little bit of that. Uh, but oh, oh, well, actually, I think I'm safe because I did, I did, uh, we floated the idea, was it last week of, of the, uh, the technology fast and not a single one has said anything to me about it. So yeah. if they are listening to it, they're either just fine with the technology fast or we're, yeah. nobody's listening to it. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, there's, there's a few. Um, the one that I would, uh, this is maybe one that I just personally don't, love or I, I personally have a, a big problem with um, is Snapchat. Um, and this is one, my problem with Snapchat is just it's in its construction. I feel like anyone with common sense should realize that it is built to, it is built for not healthy things. Um, Snapchat, which, which so many people use, it is a hugely popular um, uh, app. I know, I know most, I was going to say all, but I know that, I know that your daughter doesn't have it. So, uh, most of our kids have it. Most of our kids use Snapchat to text, uh, one another. It's a, it's a messaging app. Um, but can't you also send photos and, and, use, it? and it's built to yeah. So you can, you can message on it, which actually for a long time, I didn't know that because when it was first created, it was just for sending photos and, and videos. Um, uh, but now they've added a, a messaging feature. They've also added a, a find my friend sort of a feature. Like, so you turn on your location, you can always know where your friends are. Um, which by the way has saved a life not long like i think last week or a couple of weeks ago like there was there were kids that uh, there was a kid who um people th- like they think she was kidnapped or she was about to be and her friends tracked her down using the app so like actually it's a good thing mm-hmm. but one of those things of having your location broadcast to the internet at all times is on that for that exact same reason not too fantastic um but the other thing about that um that Snapchat does is you send pictures and videos to your friends or you can, you can send it to your story. So you just kind of broadcast it out to everybody. Um, uh, once they're sent, they, uh, they delete from the phone. They've, they've been looked at. So, so on one hand, well, it's like, so honestly that kind of just leads to, um, I can send something to you without any repercussions to myself. I can, I can send something that's harmful or hurtful. Um, and, there's no proof. It disappears. It disappears. Now you can screenshot it. You can do those things, but you get notified, you get notified, um, if somebody screenshots so in other you. Words, so in other words, if, if I send you, uh, you know, some sort of, uh, some sort of comment or message or photo, or frankly, something dirty or something inappropriate, yeah. um, then, then I have the confidence of knowing mm-hmm. I can send that to you. You can get a laugh and then it'll just disappear exactly. unless you screenshot it. And if you screenshot it, then I get a notification. Yeah. And so then I know, oh, great. Right. Like you just took a picture of that. And so. And why? So what are you doing? Like, yeah. Are you going to go tell your parents about this? Exactly. Or what? You know, so it. Um, so it is. It does seem. So. So I think the way that kids use it. And interestingly, um, parents this is an app that is replacing texting. So, yeah. um, so if you think about, so, so, um, texting to our, to our teens is like a phone call 
to us. Right. So, I don't want to so call anybody a, anymore. In, I text. In terms of a phone conversation, phone conversation elevates it to a more formal level. Well, well, for teens, um, texting is the formal way that you communicate. Or the way that you communicate with your parents. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like the formal communication. Right. Snapchat is the informal, which I think for many of us who are my age, texting is the informal. Yeah. But it's it's the, it's it's downgraded with kids. Yeah. So with kids, texting is the formal, and things like yep. Snapchat are the informal. So yeah. so when kids want to plan a hangout, they don't text; they no. Snapchat. Yeah. And when they want to, and, and of course, not all of this is bad, right? So you know, it's like the the way that Snapchat was. Well, I don't, we don't know how they intended it, but uh, but I mean, the I, way it, that it can't it, be, it, it can't have been good. It, the way that it should be used is. You know, you're out, you know, you're up skiing at Mission Ridge and you snap a photo of yourself. Right. And then you shoot it to your friends right. and say, look where I am, you yeah. know, and it's like, oh, cool. Which, right. You know, yeah. it's like, great. It's, it's, it's a, like it's Instagram, a, frankly, yeah. in that way. And Instagram is even used. Instagram and Facebook have both used their, their kind of story feature yeah. to that comes from Snapchat yeah. as, far, as far as I know. So, yeah. um, so it's a way of staying connected with your friends. Yeah while you're out and about and not with them. Yeah. So it's not all bad. And, and of course, now they're using it for messaging and not just pictures. Right. Um, but the danger of it is that it disappears. So unlike all of your text messages where you can look at the whole thread and, um, you know, see it, Snapchat disappears. Now, um, this has, in my mind, this has two negative ramifications. One negative is that, you know, as parents, we want to be able to we want to be able to see, like, we want to be able to see a thread mm-hmm. and see, well, what it, what are my kids talking about right. with their friends? Right. So, but on another level, um, think about this from a predatory standpoint. Oh yeah. It's a, it's like a open door for someone to be. I mean, it could be a friend that's just being that's bullying. Right. But there's no way to trace it. You know, they know that they can just say really mean things. Yeah. And not trace it or. If somehow my kid gets connected with somebody who's not a good person, then they can use it, and it there's no tracing, there's right. no tracking. Oh, exactly. So you know those are those are the downsides. Those are the pitfalls that we that you have to be aware of as a parent. Well, and and honestly, one of the things, and a lot of this, by the way, a lot of this information we're going to post uh, in the show notes. So there's going to be a, a lot of links, I think, today in our in our show notes. But one of the things to take away from Snapchat as well as Instagram, Facebook, any any of these frankly, the internet is don't forget, um, once, once a photo is uploaded or once you put something out there, it is no longer in your control. Um, there's a lot of things. There's there's a lot of, um, like history recovery, um, sites. Uh, you know, one of them is the Wayback machine and, and, and stuff like that, where which isn't an app. It's just a, a website that, that purposefully, um, uh, it is used really well, recovers old websites that have you know maybe been deleted or, or taken down. Um, but once you put this, the like information out there, it is no longer in your control. And so the more pictures, the more, now I'm sounding like a, you know, like some doomsday prepper or whatever, like the more pictures, the we more stuff that we- know you are. I, I am. We in, know in you're heart. a conspiracy theorist at heart. <laughs> oh yeah. Believe, we haven't started talking about the aliens that are probably taking all of this stuff, but yeah. That's right. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but you, uh, once you start putting stuff out there, it is no longer in your control. Like because it's so easy to just copy somebody's stuff and, and pass yeah. it off as your own. I mean, we, especially, this is one of those things I talk about with my students. We are, it's so easy to plagiarize these days because we live in such a copy and paste culture, mm-hmm. right? I, I can just so easily, and, and we do it to our, like for ourselves. Oh, I'm on, 
uh, you know, Facebook or I'm on whatever, and and oh, there's a the picture of my brother's kids or whatever. Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for myself, you know, for mm-hmm. later, so I can I can see it later. Um, but that could be used for also malicious yeah. purposes as well, right? And I think haven't there been several cases uh, with um, well, Snapchat and Instagram in particular, where where somebody has texted an inappropriate photo of themselves to a friend, yeah, and then that and then photo spreads. goes mm-hmm. viral. Sure. The, the friend shares it, goes viral. And I think there have been several suicides linked to, yeah. uh, to this where, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a, a photo gets posted, mm-hmm. which was, you know, it was a, it was a not well thought out right. move in the first place, you know, um, but then it gets taken into the hands of somebody who's even less thoughtful, right. shared with 2000 people. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you have depression and, yeah. It's you know. it's even sort of the the premise of uh, of Thirteen Reasons Why the Netflix show. It is a book by Jay Asher, I believe is his name, uh, from a few years ago. But uh, you know that's that's part of the premise. It wasn't specifically about apps by by themselves, but just about the things you share, the things you put out there, and the, and what people can do with it. Because again, we're we're talking about sinful people, you know, yeah. and and. I'm sorry to break it to you if this is news to you, but our kids are sinful. The, we are sinful as well, right? Like, and not only that, but their frontal cortex is not yet developed. No, the, the frontal cortex is the thing that sorts the good ideas from the bad <laughs> ideas, and so you know. And some would argue some, that some it's, never get developed yeah, all the way. Some would argue that, it's been, especially in males, it never gets fully yeah, developed. Yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, so I think again, that's something to be mindful of. What um, what other apps do we? Would it be helpful for our, our parents to hear about? So I, I'd like to throw out a few just uh, a few names of of messaging apps, and so this is this is especially the part where I'd like to say there's probably like I I would if if some of my students listen to this they'd probably say oh we would we wouldn't Nobody use uses this that. yeah um, but I would say like this is I, wouldn't me- you say it's fair I would say that it's it's fair to say that the most commonly used apps right now with our students would be Snapchat and Instagram. Probably yeah. Would you, I, I think in, in terms of social media, th- those and, are the and ones. Like that. Those are the ones that I hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's probably a safe bet. Um, there's a few. So one that I'm going to name is uh, is called Discord. Uh, and again, this is something that's that's uh, widely able to be uh, used for for good. Like uh, so, you'll you'll hear often of them calling um, uh, or talking about a Discord server. Um, we might talk about those like discussion groups or again for those of us who, who grew up you know in the, in the 90s like it'd be as close to like a chat room mm-hmm. um, is, is how I might describe it um, and there, there are moderated ones that are mm-hmm. perfectly good that like you know um, Fortnite there are Fortnite servers or Fortnite mm-hmm. discussions that happen on there and, or other games there or, or or about movies or about whatever that people might be um, might be having but discord is also just like anything there are things that aren't monitored on there. There could be predators on there. There could be people who at the very minimum are maybe just, uh, maybe not predatory in a, uh, in a sexual way, but predatory just in a, I'm, I'm out to cyber bully or troll mm-hmm. whoever I can. Um, so discord is one. Um, the other one that is, uh, I will say is also linked to terrorism. Um, but, but enough that our, of our kids talk about this that I, so I know that they're aware of it is 4chan. Um, and it's, a. Uh, it's essentially just like, this is one that I, I'm going to post some stuff about this. I don't know as much as I would like to do this, uh, or, uh, as I would like about it, but I'll say this is a place where, um, where it's primarily image based. Um, uh, people post, um, uh, images from sex tapes or images from, um, uh, images from, you know, stolen people's um, social media and stuff like that are put up there. Uh, so 4chan is a, uh, 
uh, it, literally the number the number four C H A N um, is uh, you know but it's just I'm not describing it very well. It, it's a it's a place that's filled with images and uh, and text and posts that are are um, generally of a not safe uh, variety. Major. What so, about TikTok? I hear our kids talking about TikTok. I think I think everybody is is more freaked out about TikTok than they should be. Personally, I don't use it. Um, but for those again who who uh, knew about Vine a few years ago, TikTok is the new Vine, meaning it's like. It's like Twitter with images or Twitter with videos. It's short videos that can be posted and and shared. Um, and so I would say, much like YouTube, YouTube has uh, a lot of uh, great stuff on it, but there's also some not so great stuff that's on there. Now, YouTube is pretty good about monitoring like actual pornography and actual mm -hmm. dangerous things. Things slip through the cracks. Mm -hmm. um, I hear that the the same or very similar monitoring is going on with TikTok. Um, I also hear that it's not. So I think it's just about also being wise, um, like letting your uh, teach, talking to your kids about being wise about what they're looking at or what they're viewing. Um, and, and isn't kind of, isn't another pitfall, which I think this would be a pitfall with Instagram also yeah. is that, um, you know, it's it, the, for kids, they, um, so the goal with TikTok is you want to post, you want to post these videos and then you, you really, you want these little video vignettes to, to kind of go viral to kind of go viral. Yeah, and yeah. so you get, and, and like you get, you know, you get this like badge of honor yeah, for yeah. getting tons of people, getting tons it. of people, yeah. tons of likes. Well, of course there's nothing wrong with that per se on, but it, but, it's what's the heart behind it. Well, I mean, and focusing the, the on programmers it. know that there's a, there's an adrenaline there's a there's an adrenaline yeah. rush that comes from getting likes, right? And so you can your kids can actually get addicted to yeah. the likes, and and it can turn into an unhealthy thing, yeah. you know. Like and and then of course if they don't get the likes, then they can be depressed, and right? So it's just it, it, again, not a. Um, that it's not something to be afraid of, more to be aware of. It's not inherently it's, something to be yeah, panicking a, about. Um, but there is a physio, but they, they know that there's a physiological right. thing that happens in us and in our, in our kids where, Oh yeah. And, and they're, they're actually gearing the apps for that because mm -hmm. it's what makes them addictive right. actually. Well, and there's that, um, well, one of the things that's huge in TikTok now that I think about it, but it's, it's, it's across a lot of other, uh, social media apps, um, are, uh, challenges, so there's one, uh, like, so we've heard in the last few years, there's like the laundry detergent challenge or whatever like that, where you, you or the Tide Pod, sorry, Tide Pod challenge, where you like, you, you eat a Tide Pod because kids are, that, that's just stupid. It's horrible. Um, and, uh, Why don't you just. Right? Or the cayenne pepper challenge Jeez. or things like that. And and some of these remind me of like bad youth group activities, like the cinnamon challenge or whatever, yeah. that or chubby bunny <laughs> that like, there's always that one kid that chokes on, on the, and, the extra yeah, marshmallow. And dies at youth group because right. of chubby bunny. But yeah. these are, these are like, so one of them is pull the prong, uh, pull uh, uh, the prongs of an electrical plug out halfway and drop a penny on them or something like that. So to see what happens. So or, this, or is, your this reminds me of, okay, whenever you hear teenage boys saying, <laughs> Dude, hey, that'd watch be cool. this. Or, dude, check this out. Um, you know that whatever comes next is bad. Yeah. So those are, yeah, it is, that that does bring up an interesting point is you get these, well, um, you know, there's another story of a, of, a, of a kid who had a bunch of followers on YouTube mm -hmm. and he wanted to make a, an impression. And there's this myth out there that you, um, if you have a certain number of phone books, um, oh, a yeah. bullet won't go through it. And so <laughs> yeah. this kid had a bunch of followers on YouTube. He was actually a young adult. Like that's even yeah. what's crazy. It's yeah. And so he stacked like nine, you know, 
whatever the number was. Phone. I don't books. even think it was that many. I think yeah. it was like a stu- and, It was like a commonsensically low number yeah. too. And um, and then he had his girlfriend shoot him, and she killed him. Yep. Um, and she got charged for manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. All because he wanted. It was. It was all the rush. It was the. I mean, seriously, step back and think about this for a minute. Yeah. yeah let's have somebody or, shoot or me just test for it kicks. first, guys. Seriously, like, <laughs> like, why don't you put the phone books up and but, but. But I think Gosh. one of the things that we need to be aware of is that that because our this is I mean to be a teenager yeah. is to not be fully developed right. with your wisdom and with your ability to like I said sort the good ideas right. from the bad ideas. So so, so when these them, challenges yeah. come up, like yeah, eat a Tide Pod, like like what I mean, you know, a kid could die from that, you know, and have with all the yeah. chemicals that get put in them, and but our kids don't necessarily have the wisdom. To, um, right. uh, to 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 but everybody's these doing things. it on the internet. If you yeah. if you want to if you want to get just a a, um, a not very healthy taste of this, um, so watch the movies. Uh, watch the movie Jackass. I know I just swore, <laughs> but okay, it's it's really funny it, when you first watch it, and then it's really not funny because what it does is it it shows you the frontal cortex not being fully developed oh, yeah. in action because these guys do the dumbest things. Mm-hmm. And, and so it shows you the human capacity, especially the teenage male brain's yep. capacity to be idiotic, yep. to basically, you know, to not think before they act. Yep. Um, so I think that's one of the challenges with all of these things is that our kids aren't fully developed. They're not fully wise yet. And so some of these things that get put forth to them, uh, you know, Tide challenge or yeah. cayenne challenge or you know it's like people's throats have closed from doing that you know yeah because the tide like, pods they're made to dissolve when when hit with liquid yeah. and so they begin to dissolve and then your throat clogs yeah. up because of the the powder that's yeah. inside of them it's let just, alone the chemicals yeah horrible yeah, it's it's dumb yeah so um, so let me let me I'm gonna give just kind of a list of, of a couple messages then I want to talk very briefly we're almost at the end of our time here but I want to talk very briefly also about secret apps as yeah. well so um so some of the other ones I've I've heard that these are I've heard at the same time that these are um, on their way out, on their way out, but also that they're not. So like yeah. take these with whatever grain yeah. of salt, um, kick messenger, K I K messenger is one, um, that again, these are messaging apps, but they, they don't moderate, um, the ages of people that sign up for them. So, and they don't moderate who your kids can connect. Exactly. With. It's, it's not like with, with, with text messaging, you got to know old, the, number. the old way to message. Like, you have to you have to get somebody's phone number right. in order to text them. But these apps, you can connect with people online, and and then start messaging with them. Right, and so yeah, Kick uh, would be would be another one. WhatsApp. Um, uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp is more. That one's going on the way out in terms of the the gnarly stuff, and that one's very, much more similar to text messaging in that you do have to have this person's number. Um, I, I use WhatsApp all the time when I was living in Asia. It's actually more an Asian-based app, huh. even though Facebook now owns it. They huh. bought it for like $12 billion. Wow. Um, and, uh, but it was way more popular over in Asia. Um, in fact, like I still have, I still have it for the couple of people that I still might talk to. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I would say by itself isn't, but again, if you're not being careful about who you're giving your number out to, who you're yeah. who you're talking to, that's not wise. Um, uh, there was one other one. Um, well, uh, again, we're gonna put we're gonna put a bunch of these um, a bunch of these up there. The ones that I really wanted to talk to you as well uh, about is uh, there are a couple apps that are that are. Um, secret or hidden apps. Um, They actually might masquerade as something else. Um, One of them is called, there's a bunch of different 
like the similar apps with very similar names. So there's um, one called Calculator Plus. There's one called Calculator Plus Plus. There's one that with calculator with a percentage sign right after it. And if you looked at uh, the home screen of your iPhone, it would look like a calculator. It would say calculator with a with a percentage sign after it or a plus sign. Um, and once you you could even click into it and it acts as a calculator. But um, what it actually also is uh, is a way of hiding. Um, is a, a storage place for photos and videos on your phone. And so if you are getting or sending um, you know, inappropriate photos or videos, um, uh, they can be hidden away on your phone in an app that looks exactly like a calculator. So then you type in you know, whatever your, your combination is, 8 plus 8 plus 2, um, on this calculator, it'll open up, um, it'll open up a, you know, a secret compartment in, in you know, uh, so digitally in your phone and so it's not just stuff. that the it's not just that the screen looks like a calculator and then if i were to hit the calculator all of a sudden it would open right. up to this vault no of photos. it'll even look no it it'll looks act like, a like a calculator functions like a calculator mm -hmm. but Except then once when you, you type in your code yep. then it o unlocks your, exactly. your vault of photos and, and some of them even will have like a secret like your parent finds out they see this on your phone and they're like oh i i found you i got you i i, I you know figured out that this is your your hidden photo app you can even type one in that like a, a, a fake code or a secondary code that opens it up and, and you can say, mom, yeah, I have my, yes, this is my hidden photo app, but look, there's nothing in it or there's only this one thing in it when you actually still have a bunch of them hidden. You can actually like, it's you like spy have, stuff. So you can basically have two, two passcodes. Yeah, exactly. One for your parents and one for... One for everybody else or for you and your uh, whatever you're doing. So um, so there's that. There's a, there's a few others like that. One's called, I think, Hidden Locker as well. Um, and it just acts a very, in a very similar way. Although that one looks more overtly like something that's... Uh, um, that's to be to be hidden. Um, Tyler, do we have some resources that we can give to our parents? Yeah. in the show notes for well, some of these things. Yeah, we're gonna put a ton of this stuff in the show notes. I think this is um, basically all these articles and stuff that we're reading. I will say, you know, something with that's just we all should know about about technology is like the moment we talk about it here, it, it's our it's, it's out, out of date. date like two minutes yeah. later. So so just to be aware of that, m most of it is just continually be aware of what you're hearing and reading, and and we can we could talk about a lot of apps like Tinder or Grinder or or um, these these dating apps that can of course be be used um, inappropriately. They could of course also be used. Uh, I don't know if Grinder or Tinder can be used well, but like but there are dating apps that could be used properly by adults, but kids can access to them because you know how easy it is to lie on your to lie on digitally. You know mm -hmm. you can just check the box that says of course I'm 18. Yeah. You know there's no verification. Yeah. So a lot of it I I really firmly believe, and I, I've got a couple resources about this as well. Um, have conversations with your kids. It's engagement. It's, it's engagement. It's all about a relationship with your kids. If you are just so paralyzed, terrified, which I understand, I like, I, I get. I am not a, a parent, but like, just when I think our kids, you know, getting into a lot of stuff, our, our students here, it does. It freaks me out a little bit. But if you're so paralyzed, terrified, um, and then you freeze up, the the only thing that guarantees your kids will seek out, um, you know, all of the the inappropriate, wrong stuff that you possibly can is you. Um, is you panicking and and completely just banning all everything because like there's nothing that guarantees that kids will do what you don't want other than it's, telling them what you don't want. It's that Paul Romans yeah. seven passage where Paul says that there's this law within me that yeah. when I hear the right thing to do, I do the opposite. I do what I should not yeah. do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, and so so that's the thing. I mean, it, the the point of our discussion here today is not 
uh, fear mongering is not to to say be afraid of all technology, ban it all. Your kids can never use it because look, we it, it's not going away. Yeah. Um, but what we do want is to to empower you to also have conversations with your kids to um, to to not just not one sided conversations of you of you um, freaking out because that's actually going to freak them out and it's not going to. It's not going to lead to the, I think, the safe thing that we're we're looking for. It's, it's all about healthy conversations. Yeah. It's all about helping your kids navigate. And uh, you know, we, uh, I don't know, we may let our yeah. daughter use Snapchat. I don't know. I, I feel. I really still say don't do that, I, but I, I feel really you. uncertain about that. But uh, you know, but we probably will let her do at least Instagram. Right. But then it's just going to be dialogue, conversation. Yeah. You know, and how are you using this, and what are you being, and and in the end. They're gonna sneak things from us, right? That's just happen. the reality. Like yeah. to be a kid is to sneak things from from your parents. And if it's not an app on your phone, yeah. it's gonna be yeah. another something thing, else. You know. So, but but if we can keep good relationship, mm -hmm. then Lord willing, yeah. uh, we will we will be able to um, help them navigate these tough waters. Yeah. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I would just say, look at common sense. CommonSenseMedia.org is a really good site that that Helps is pretty you purposeful yeah, about. Totally all that stuff. So, um, okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our show today. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, again, let us know if there's an app we didn't mention. We didn't mention too many very specific ones, um, here today, but we are going to post cause there are honestly a too many to mention, yeah. um, but we're going to post a bunch of resources. Um, what we, uh, but what we'd love to hear from you is there's something that we just absolutely missed. If you are, are in the know, if you're you know working in technology or uh, I don't know, the police are, are very up to date on some of this stuff. And I know we've got some police officers in our school. Um, you know, if there's something that we are just skipping over, we'd love to talk about it. We'd love to engage with you on that and to, to make those resources available for our families. So as always, everybody, thanks for listening. See you next week. Sounds good. See ya. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.